Welcome back to the Meet St. Louis podcast, brought to you by Mattress Direct, your local sleep specialist. Each week, we take you behind the scenes of your favorite restaurants, breweries, and small businesses. I'm your host, Alexis Zotos with KMOV. Grandma's Cookies has a long history in the city of St. Charles. The quaint brick building dates back to the 1800s, and when Charlotte Thompson purchased it in the 1970s, people thought she was crazy. It was a much different Main Street than it is now. But the mother and grandmother saw potential, and more than 40 years later, Teresa Rubio is keeping the family business alive and thriving. We sat down with Teresa to talk about the perfect cookie, the love for the local business from all over the world, and how the historic Main Street community has helped them grow. You might be shocked by just how busy this small bakery is every day, but if you visited during peak times, like Christmas traditions, you know how long the lines can get. They told me one day during the holiday season, they made 1,900 dozen chocolate chip cookies. That's a lot of cookies. But each one brings a smile to someone's face, and that's what this family business is all about. Let's meet Teresa. Get the best price on brand name mattresses at Mattress Direct. You'll get the guaranteed lowest price and the non-commissioned sleep specialists will make sure you get the right mattress for the way you get to sleep. You'll sleep better knowing you got the best price on the right mattress when you shop local at St. Louis Mattress Direct. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. We are sitting inside your adorable shop, which smells incredible. I like cookies, yeah. um, which I imagine is what everyone says when they walk in the door. They do. And I can't smell it anymore, which is terrible. I, don't, I can smell them when they're burning. But <laughs> which I you can't know when something's wrong, yes. but not when something's no. right. Oh, isn't that awful? I want to smell that because I used to smell that when I was a kid when grandma would be baking them and I'd be running around outside and I could smell, you know, the cookies baking. I run in and have a nice warm cookie. But now I'm like, where's that smell? You know, it's so interesting because we know smell is sort of that, like one of that triggers of memory. Do you remember like that earliest memory of cookies? Yes, I do. And that's why I think somewhere around here, there's a picture of me hanging out on the steps. Um, playing with my, I know this is bad, but I had four brothers, but I was playing with my race cars <laughs> on the steps sitting here. Makes sense. So that's four brothers. Yeah. So that's a lot of what I remember is, you know, just sitting and hanging out and just, and I don't know, just talking. And I always wanted to help, but she's just like, you're too little, you know, and I'd go back out running around and come back and, you know, bug her some more. But my mom also had a shop down the street. Um, it was called Grandma's Folly. So oh. I was down here all the time. What was uh, Main Street like back then? Oh, gosh, nothing like it is now. I mean, when Grandma first bought this building, everyone had thought she lost her mind. Really? Because it was such a rundown, um, not, I mean, there was still a few shops in, uh, it that, you know, people come down shop, but nothing, nothing like it is now. And people thought that she had gone crazy. They're like, why are you buying this in this broken down, you know, part of St. Charles? And she just like, I just love it down here. And 
So she lived upstairs and then um, and then baked cookies and sold them out of the kitchen window on the side of the building. Yeah, because for those that might not know, grandma is a real is a real grandma. Yes. That's where the name comes from. So what what year are we talking about? When did uh, grandma buy the building? So she bought the building, I want to say in the early 70s. Okay, because and what was it before? Oh, uh, way back when, like back, back when it was mm-hmm. a rectory okay. for a priest, a priest rectory. Because okay. this is like the home of St. Charles Barmail Church. Mm-hmm. So the rectory was here uh, the priest lived here and then like on the other side of the building they would house other priests that were traveling through or okay. and um, it also housed the guns okay. which I'm like okay <laughs> the priest and guns I'm like hmm, all right. not typically something you think no, of together no. but <laughs> and they would house then. the people who came in to visit with the guns in that hmm. side I'm like okay. why so would you put like strangers armory, right yes. why would you put strangers with guns <laughs> Okay, a lot of trust going on. Different time period, yes. right? So it it had a, it has a long history, and so Grandma decides she sees this building. What was her initial thought when she bought it? So it actually was not a cookie shop; it was actually a dress shop. Okay, um, she made dresses, and um, she she made the cookies to preoccupy the kids. <laughs> Why the well, mom was getting her yes. dress. Yes, so my mom was shopping. The kids were eating cookies. Um, the more that she realized that that was going on, so, you know, the kids are getting their cookies, and she could see the moms were, like, edging, you know, like, nudging the kids, like, grab another one. Get another cookie. <laughs> Get another <laughs> cookie for me. So then she's like, okay, that's fine. You know, she was she was so caring. I mean, she didn't care. Um, so she uh, realized, though, she's like, okay, well, if that's the case, if it's not just the kids eating and it, it's the parents, too, I'm, I'll just charge 25 cents. And she had a little box sitting next to the, the cookies, and it was just honor system. Mm-hmm. You know, if you took a cookie, heck, if you didn't have the money, she didn't care. Just take the dang cookie, you know. Um, so she would uh, so she would just have a little box sitting there. People can take, you know, the cookies and pay for them. Um, but like I said, she realized that she was making more money on the cookies than wow. she was the dresses. And so she kind of just focused all completely on the cookies. Um, so she actually, all the recipes were hers except for the oatmeal raisin. Okay. The oatmeal raisin was actually, I wish I could remember the lady's name that lived behind the shop. She was an old lady mm-hmm. that lived behind the shop, would make them and bring them down oh, every no day. Oh. And she's just like, I'm never giving you the recipe. And I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> and then eventually, after some time, the lady's like, okay, here's the recipe, but don't tell anybody because right. it's been in our family for so long. And so. Um, but yeah, but that's just kind of oh. funny that someone else made them and brought that's them down. That's funny. And so how did the shop evolve? How did it grow into what we now know it is today? Um, so when grandma first started selling the cookies, like I said, she used to sell them out of the um, side window over there. There was a cute walkway, like a nice path that mm-hmm. led up to the kitchen window. Um, so she only made whatever she made that day was all that she that was it right. so she only made say five batches of whatever mm-hmm. that she sold out if it was 11 o'clock she didn't keep on baking and then um eventually she uh, opened up the storefront on that side of the building and still lived upstairs at that time uh, and doing the same thing you know i mean she would only make so much and then she sold out that was all mm-hmm. as it as time went on she started getting you know kids working for her and things like that and I actually worked for her when I was 10. Oh, really? I finally got that chance to after, you know, playing on the front porch for so or the front steps for so long. And so I would work um, also on the weekends. I made $15 a day, okay. which I okay. just thought was like the a mil- million dollars. <laughs> and so um, she she made a little bit more back then to stay open a little bit longer. But um, but I think that how things evolved whenever I came into play and kind of took over mm-hmm. was I think that um, we just keep baking. 
you know, we'll, we'll bake all day, all night if we have to. And, um, and the orders, she kind of cut off orders if it was too much or, and they're spread about throughout days where we'll just keep on going until, you know, our limbs fall off. But I think, like I said, that's, that's what's different is that she kind of. So, cause it closed for a while and then you reopened it, yes, right? So, yes. so when was that? Uh, early, late nineties, early 2000s because I kind of took back over in 2004 okay and when I did my aunt um, Nancy Geneva helped out and um, to get things going again and we just did special orders and delivery gotcha so then um, at that time grandma had rented this space out to someone else it was mm. the homestead back then and they would sell the cookies for us in like packs okay. of two oh, so okay. we would just deliver cookies down here so there was always a cookie presence right as well except for a short period, <laughs> short time, period of time maybe a couple a couple months people were really have or a couple of years i'm sorry people were really um grieving for a couple of years without anything yeah. and then yeah so then they were able to get them again and um, so what made you decide that this was you wanted to take it over carry this on i don't know i was like <laughs> what was i thinking um i don't remember that precise moment i just think that because i was always involved with the cookie shop um, I was always around. I kind of already knew what was going on, how things were ran. And then my kids were little and I, I wanted to do something. And I was like, why wouldn't I do anything that, you know, outside of what I know and I'm yeah. comfortable with? So I just thought, well, I'll just take it over for a little bit and see what, you know, how I do. And then here I am. <laughs> More than 20 years <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 20 years. Wow. How has it changed under your ownership and grown into what it is today? I feel like every year it just gets, I, want, I don't want to say crazy, but more and more of, of uh, just everything. I mean, the amount of people we have working for us now and how many days. So I mean, I used to only open up Wednesday through Sunday mm-hmm. and, uh, and closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Now we're like open like all the time, open for, you know, all day long. And then during the summertime we have extended hours and, I just feel like every year, when you think that you've hit your limit mm-hmm. and you've hit your you know, ceiling, it just keeps going. And wow. I'm like, I didn't think that it could keep on growing like that. And yeah. So like on average, how many cookies are you baking a day? Oh gosh. Everybody asked me that. <laughs> God. I want to say, oh my goodness. Um, and see if I had to do the calculations. Do we have some time here so I can think? <laughs> I won't make you do too much uh-huh. math. But there's a lot of cookies being yeah, made. Yeah, thousands. Wow. Yeah. And you guys have how many different flavors now? Um, so seven every day. Mm-hmm. And then we do also, we have the cookie of the month that we do um, that changes every month. And then we do. What's this month's cookie? This is uh, mint chocolate chip. I was like, what month are we in? <laughs> they're mint Who chocolate chip. Yes, they're mint chocolate chip. And then. Um, like last month was bread velvet cake Yum. and then um easter what i don't even know what easter month is <laughs> next, but next uh, month april okay that's what easter. i thought <laughs> Car- we'll do a carrot cake cookie with well, uh like a buttercream right or uh, not but cream cheese icing mm-hmm. on top and and so that's a really big hit for that one uh, but then we also do other specialty cookies we do like m&ms and white chocolate chip macadamia nut um what's the most popular one? cookie i would say the chocolate chip and I, that was my favorite for the longest time. And I still love a hot chocolate chip co- cookie out of the oven, but I've kind of gone to more What's of your a favorite? peanut butter chocolate chip. And I know it's so strange because people are like coconut, ooh, but coconut. And that's got to be one of our favorite. Everyone's here. Really? Yes. Interesting. It's just, it's very deceiving. You don't, you know, it's just it's very good. Are there, um, are there customers that come in and they're, they like have their specific cookie that they want? Are they requesting, when you said you have the specials each month, are they like 
counting down till the carrot cake one. Yes. Oh gosh. Yes. They're like, can we get those carrot cake now? I'm like, I wish, but they're they're kind of a pain in the butt to do. Oh, are they? They're so worth it. Really? So, so worth what it. makes a, one cookie more labor intensive than another? They think the amount of ingredients in them. Like the carrot cake cookies, we have to shred the carrots. We have to chop the nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to make the um, cream cheese icing. You know, there's just more steps to it. Whereas the chocolate chip, it's just your flour, sugar. Well, I shouldn't say just. <laughs> it's just. It's just your. They're but, more simple ingredients, yes, but it's simplicity is, is what makes the it's chocolate easier, chip right. cookie so great. So the recipes, are they still the same recipes as back in the day? They Have are. they changed? They are, but... The recipe hasn't changed, but the ingredients have. Mm. The ingredients aren't as uh, pure. They're more processed as they, you know, at this time, this right now as they were back when Grandma first started. Sure. So we've had to make a little bit of adjustments and tweaking them um, to make to make them still similar to what they were back then. Right, right. And so how early are you guys getting in to start baking? What's that look like? Um, depending on how many orders we have. If it's say we don't have any orders and we just come in just to start for the day, mm-hmm. well, if as long as we're all here starting and going by eight o'clock, we can get everything started, but not done. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we just think get things rolling. And then eventually, I think, I mean, if it's a slower day, we can be done by like two or three. And so orders are people call. I mean, what are what are people making the orders for? Birthday parties, things like that. Tell yes. me about. So yeah, so all that. So any kind of parties, and then um, we also have pharmaceutical sales people that take them to oh. doctors' offices, and and um, and we have a lot of office people. You think that dentist? You think the dentist people will be like no cookies ever? Oh my gosh, are they're they, probably one of our biggest customers. Really. <laughs> All kinds of dentists. I love it. I wish my businesses. dentist had cookies at the office. Yes. It makes the dentist more enjoyable. I know, right? right? Well, it's just so funny because I'll answer the phone and they'll say whatever dental. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you want 600 cookies? Okay. Do you <laughs> know, just, do you have regulars? Like, do you, like, are there people that have been coming in for oh, years for and sure. years? Yes, for sure. And they, I almost feel like we're almost a little bit part of like cheers, you know, the yeah. show. Cause when they come in, we're like, Hey, George, you, you know, know what I mean? their order is. Oh yes. We know them. We know their order. We know their families. And, and that's just, that, that makes it worth it. It's that part that makes it worth it. I imagine that's a, a big part of how main street here has evolved. It's very much a family centric kind of street. So many small businesses. What does that mean to you to sort of be a part of this small business community? Oh my gosh. I feel like we just won the lottery. Seriously. I, just to have that, to have a cookie shop in, in a historic Main Street, I think this is one of the best Main Streets in the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to have that and to have a cookie shop, um, we have a beautiful view, we have a beautiful building, and, and we have the best employees, we have the best customers. I just, I don't, I can't ask for anything better. You really think back to like, Grandma made that smart move. Yeah, I know. She may have been, everybody thought she was crazy, but yeah. Well, and it's and it still feels, I imagine, like it was back then because it's still this sort of adorable little brick building that you can really sense the history of yes yes and she's still and with her hospitality and her kindness that she had back then i feel like we try to to copy that as much as we can i mean larry over there oh my gosh i mean people love larry (laughs) People come in from far and wide just to talk to Larry. Aww. And so that's part of it. They want cookies, but they also want to, you know, 
Larry just made that he's that person that just makes you feel like that you're the only person in the whole world and that you're the greatest person. And you may be having the worst day ever and walk out of here and you'll feel like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm going to have a great day. That must mean a lot to you as someone who's carried on this family business to have created a family within the shop as well. Right. Yes. And I've known Larry for a long time. My brothers, he's good friends with my brothers and that's how we kind of became friends also. And our kids are all the same ages. And, and I feel like most of the people here, there is some kind of connection. Mm -hmm. I either know my uh, employees, parents, or it's my friends that help out. Um, So I kind of have a connection to everybody. There are a few kids that I have employed that I don't know anything about Mm -hmm. and I get to know them, but gosh, we've been so blessed to have such a great, I think community of employees and people to come, you know, that have applied here, mm-hmm. and and we've really lucked out because I've hear I've heard some horror stories. And I'm you like, do, you know, yeah. hiring is hard, staffing is. is hard, but it sounds like you guys have have weathered that aspect of the storm. We have. And there's every you know so often I sit there and think, oh my gosh, we need another person, and I don't know for whatever reason. God delivers because all of a sudden, <laughs> the next thing I know, someone's like, "Hey, I've been, you know, do you need help at the shop?" I'm like, "Perfect." Nice. <laughs> um, now you mentioned you've got kids. Did they show an interest in wanting to help bake? <laughs> okay, so I have one daughter, four boys. So my daughter, she's actually back there mixing right now. Okay, and, but she's going through nursing school. Oh, so okay, once she's done with that, I'm not kind of sure. I'm not sure what kind of time she's going to be able to sure. put into the cookie shop. My boys talk about it all the time, but they're not about it. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about being part of it, taking it over, all that fun stuff. But there's, but a, there's a chance then maybe that the maybe. That, the, that the family business keeps going I, on. I'm, I, I hope. And like I said, they're like, well, we can we can supervise. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I need someone who actually can do the stuff. <laughs> get their hands dirty, get, the, get mixing exactly. uh, back there. Um, you know, you guys have really created a name for yourself, not only here on St. Charles and on Main Street. We know... Main Street attracts tourists from around the world, and you guys are one of those stops that so many look for. I know. We're, I, I know. I think about that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm like, us, oh, little old cookie shop, you know, in St. Charles. It's, I mean, it's humbling. It's, it's, it kind of makes my heart kind of skip a beat and smile. I, uh, I never thought that we would be that big. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. And when you bring up that, it makes me think of a story. It's kind of funny with two different stories. My yeah. cousin and my and grandma mm-hmm. um, were both on an airplane flying to different locations in the country. And they had packed some cookies. And both times with both of them, the person next to them goes, oh, my gosh, my wife's going to be so mad at me. I didn't go to this, this cookie shop that's over there in St. Charles. And um, I was supposed to grab those cookies from this place called Grandma's Cookies. Little did they know. They're sitting next to them. There, yes. And then all of a sudden, like, for example, Grandma just said that she reached in her bag and pulled out some cookies. And she said, she goes, the guy about passed out and, you know, I mean, fell off his airplane seat. And he's just like, what? And she's like, I am Grandma. He's like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, what are the I mean, what's your t- you know, chances of that happening? So that's happened twice, both with, like I said, my grandma and my cousin, Jeannie. That's fantastic. This is so funny. Which is such an incredible thing, like a legacy like that to to create. Yes. Kind of stretches far beyond right because this guy was from California, and he was coming. He came here in St, to St. Louis for business and found out about us that way. Mm. So like, what's yeah to me like, what's the chances? A small little town, you know. Right. How has business changed? You know, as we kind of reach into new territory when we're talking about, you know, social media and buying things online and shipping things. How has the business changed in that aspect? 
And is there a challenge to, we want to keep it this sort of small, quaint cookie shop while also moving into sort of the future? Right. That's, uh, that's hard, especially someone my age. Because I mean, my kids probably can take it and run with it. Me, sure. I'm just like, what? What am I supposed to do? And, and my husband helps out tremendously. He's, he's always helping with like the Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. pages. And also, I need to give credit really to my brother, Brian. He's, uh, he's huge into that. Um, but both of them, I mean, it's almost a family affair. Everybody helps. My, everybody in the family helps. And it, that's, uh, I think when it comes to like shipping and stuff, it took us a little while to kind of get to figure things out on how to ship the cookies safely sure. to where they didn't, you know, arrive in a million pieces. And we finally figured that out. And we do do quite a bit of shipping. Do you? Yes. And so how far and wide do you guys? Oh, my gosh. So there's one lady who shipped them to her daughter who used to live here but lives in Ireland. Uh, ships them to her probably, I don't know, a few times a month or a few times a year. Wow. Um, and then, like, Afghanistan. Um, we've gone over there when we were, you know, over there uh, fighting mm-hmm. war, uh, wartime. They were shipping them over there a lot. And we've gone to Australia. Um is that crazy to think yes. like cookies baked right here in your little kitchen yes. are just going across, across the, the world. world? Yes. It's, it's, it's funny. It's very funny. <laughs> and I'm like, how? And I asked them, I'm like, how did they say the cookies turned out? Because I'll message the people like sure. you know, a few weeks later. They're like, oh, my gosh, they loved them. I'm like, oh, praise Jesus. Because I was thinking I just can't imagine them making them, you know, making them making it there in one piece. Right. Well, and because, you know, these are homemade cookies, you know, obviously people can ship packaged and processed cookies like that but there's something very different when you've got a cookie that's being baked here this morning that's then gonna hop on an airplane because we don't put preservatives in these cookies so i mean there's there's a shelf life unlike you know oreo can last for months (laughs) but i think a lot longer than months (laughs) years probably but that's that's how we've adjusted to that one thing i'm always curious about is like what is like how much flour and sugar are goes into like an order each week to to make all of these cookies we go through probably i want to say like 30 50 pound bags of flour a week wow that's just during a normal like just a normal period now during christmas, christmas time i imagine is insane forget it i can't <laughs> i can't even count i mean i've lost track i've lost track of how much we go through do you have a favorite season i mean is christmas time is it fun or is yes. it insane because we know christmas traditions brings so many people out here oh tons um <laughs> i think that you have to mentally prepare yourself for christmas if yeah. you go into it without mentally preparing for you oh, you're doomed but so every year we all start like prepping ourselves come like September, October, we're already starting to talk about it, think about wow. it, kind of get our mindsets in. Like we're going to have long days and nights. I mean, sometimes we're here like for 22 hours straight on our feet wow. and then we go home, sleep because for two hours and then we get back to, you know, within, within a couple hours when we're back here, you know, starting all over again. How much bigger is business during the Christmas traditions time? I mean, is Huge. it 10 times 20? I mean, like, Huge. is it even... <laughs> Oh, gosh. I mean, like, I could take probably a whole, like, say, just cut out December and take the whole entire year's worth of, you know, uh, profit, and that would be in one month. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's tons. That's, that's... But, but we also, though, like I said, we're here day and night. And people are like, well, you need to hire more people. But people just, some people just don't get it. Yeah. It's well, hard. there's only so much space I imagine you have in your kitchen. Oh, yes, too. right. Yeah, for sure. That's a big part of it, too. But it's just, the to me, it's I, I want things to stay the way they are. And it's hard. Some people pick up on it. Some people don't. And sure. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. But I'm like, 
you just don't get it. There's a way. <laughs> well, there's a reason that it's lasted this long. Right. And it's it's sort of that family way that you guys do things right. here. Yeah. What has been the biggest joy for you in operating this bakery all these years? The biggest joy, I want to say, gosh, can I have multiple joys? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say like the, the people we meet, yeah. the stories we hear. I almost feel like we're almost like a, a counseling, like, you know, like we're counselors to people sometimes. Because <laughs> some people come in and they... I would say a cookie is 100% equal to therapy. Oh, yes, so, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I agree. And um, I feel like getting to know their stories and the and the meeting these people. And I mean, Larry has the best stories about people because I'm always, I'm not always up front. I'm in the back, mm-hmm. you know, cooking or baking. And, and uh, but Larry, he's got... He, the stories he had, you guys would probably do a whole segment for a whole week straight on his <laughs> stories alone. stories. I oh love my it. gosh. But I would, I want to say that's one of the biggest joys. Another one I want to say is just that how much it's kept my family together. So like I said, my kids are always down here. My daughter's always down here. Um, my mom, uh, she decorates our cookie cakes and our cookies down here. And my dad kind of is like our, our trash guy. So he does our recycling <laughs> and trash and and he's almost 90, you know, wow. so that's, you know, a lot. And my mom's almost 80. And so, um, but my dad also takes our day-old cookies and he takes them to the nursing homes and soup oh. kitchens because I don't want to waste sure. anything. And they are so ecstatic when they get cookies from him. And when they yeah. see him come in, they're just like, <laughs> it's like little kids in a candy shop. They're so happy. Um, and then, like I said, my brother, Brian, he does a, a ton of, I can't even list a million things that he does. He's always doing something. Uh, for the shop so it's just I mean how lucky am I truly I'm just so lucky Grandma's Cookies is open seven days a week serving up classic and seasonal cookies thanks for listening we'll meet you back here next week